I firmly believe that everyone in this entire world has to work in the industry at least one time to understand it. Joe Schmo walking off the street. Oh, hey, bud. Gonna have to wait about five, ten minutes for a table. We'll wire their six open tables. No, no, you're 100% right because you definitely can't teach work ethic. You yourself have to be the only person to work at it. Most people don't mean what they do. It's just in the moment, shit gets said, shit happens. I get it. It's alcohol. There's two ways. It's either they swell or your forearms are so pumped it takes most of the blood. Yes. That's when you get the pins and needles. Yes. But when it swells, it's because you're gripping. Oh, she so had it after. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Big Man's Commander Podcast. I am your host, Matthew J. Lepore, and I'm on with one of my best friends, Mr. Cody Alexander Lutz. Yeah, you didn't have to use my full government name. I'm going to because oh, no. we're actually here to arrest you because you're in the mafia. We got him, boys. We got <laughs> So, Cody, this has been kind of a wild year for the business and things like that. Um, yeah, you can move it around and do whatever you need to do. Um, but, yeah, dude, it, not only do we have Brandon Graham come yep. for the Eagles pep rally. We just had Thanksgiving. Which which is uh what amateur night right Wednesday night yeah Thanksgiving Eve is Thanksgiving Eve and St Patty's Day amateur night and then um, yeah now we're gearing up for Christmas yeah I was just doing Christmas shopping before I came over here yikes so for myself oh for yourself yeah I was just putting a bunch of shit in carts and then my family can pick out stuff so I don't know what they're getting but like I know. Roundabout. You're getting okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have to do Christmas shopping. I'm not gonna ruin anything though. There's something I'm, I'll do. I'm gonna. I'm currently making the video for this because I think it'd be pretty cool to post on YouTube. Um, it's something for all of you guys. It's different than any like than like a gift. Like it, it'll it be tape? It, it'll be separate from. I thought about that too. Oh, um, shit. it's separate than like it's separate. It's separate from everyone's gifts, but like. It's something to kind of bring everyone together in a playfully malicious, fucked up way, and it's going to be fucking awesome. Playfully malicious. They're magically delicious. Sorry, that was the first thing that popped in my head. No, but uh, if we're doing malicious, I got this for Christmas. I got you. Mm. All all the shit I get you is going to be a size small. (laughs) Oh, God. So... <clears throat> what I want to talk to you about was, what does that look like? Like when you're setting up for this, like pet probably right? Like Brandon Graham is a big player. There was a shit ton of people. How many total people came that day? I think there was like six six hundred people on property. I think right around that six, was seven hundred. That was insane. So setting that up, walk me through to kind of how that works with that kind of setting because I want to. Put out there so everyone kind of get, get like an idea of what this place is. Not only do we do full scale weddings, we do banquets, things like that, and then plus there's a bar at restaurant that's mm-hmm. under, right? So, talk me through how you guys are preparing for that kind of festivity. Well, we don't get told the date, so anything that's happening during that time already, like we had a wedding booked. There was a wedding upstairs during the pep rally. I remember because we have no idea what date they're going to give us per year, so like we have to just go on like normal until we get, hey, these are your list of dates. Mm, I got you. Just go so like it's this. like, okay. Twist it up. Beautiful. 
So it's like, okay, here's your list of dates. Okay, let's pick a date. This date has this band. This date has this band. This date has this band. Okay. Pick it. Then you just kind of slowly start. You figure out your menu. You scale back your menu. You put your servers and you put your bartenders and you pick the best people to put you in the best circumstances Mm -hmm. in every department because you want to succeed. You want to make money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, I had two or three servers. I overstaff anyways when it comes to those events because I know somebody's going to call out. Yeah. But that particular day, I... I didn't overstaff because I was a little bit short on servers. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of them called out. Mm. So I was I pulled a bartender from inside to serve. I pulled a bartender. Or I pulled people to go ser- bartend outside, an extra person. I pulled a bartender to serve. I had a bar back. It was everything. But it was hell because I'm trying to help some of the newer people do the job. Well, I'm also trying to run food and expo and run drinks and then help serve tables. Yeah, I don't think I don't think in my time in cooking it has been that crazy. Uh I mean Or maybe do you, or do you think it gossip We scale be- that back a lot to like on a normal patio night when the full patio is full. When patio is completely at capacity and we have the normal menu out, yeah. It's just as busy. True. If you think about it. Because you guys fair. didn't run crazy ticket times. Yeah. You did at one point, but that was just because of the way nature of the beast. Dude, that – I want to talk about that for a second. That was insane. We literally had full rails of tickets, probably a good size stack, and then the tickets were just to the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a point where I'm pretty sure I was like, yo, dude, this is never going to end. Yeah, no, and it didn't, it didn't feel like it was going to end for most of the day. Yeah. And then it – poured that night mm-hmm. when we were trying to clean up dude it, it, it was weird like and, and i don't know how to describe this for people that are out there that don't work in this industry but when you have events like this that are happening and i'm sure i'm speaking for uh everyone out there like when you have events like this kind of corresponding and getting ready to go it's like the calm before the storm like this impending doom yeah like we all crack our energy drinks our rains and whatever and then we're just sitting there caffeinated as hell just like well, we got another 45 minutes until anyone starts getting here. Mm-hmm. And we're just kind of sitting there because, honestly, we prepped all day. We got everything stocked and situated. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, let's get like a 20-minute break in before we cannot even go to the bathroom for three hours. That's insane, dude. It was so wild. And then I ended up bartending later, too. So it was that busy. So what does that look like from like your guys' perspective? Like from like your parents, you, Jason, Gage, like what does that look like for you guys? Uh, Nick, every single hat is being worn. Mm. Don't matter what department you're in. That's crazy. Because, you know, I'll come back and hop and cook with you guys. I'll good. Then I'll go serve tables and I'll go bartend. I'll bar back. I'll bounce. I'll do whatever. Don't bother me none. Engage is the same way. Nick's the same way. Every other manager is the same way. Whatever has to happen to make the business go. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's all of our livelihoods. No, it makes it makes total sense. It just it has to be wild at some point when you're like, dude, this is like really fucking happening. Oh yeah. At one point when Brandon Graham went in the kitchen to thank you guys 
And I'm like, yo, BG, I met him a couple of times before. And he's like, yo, what's up? You know, we were, I chopped it up for like a minute. And I was like, hey, listen, I'm going to need you to get the hell out of the way. I, I got to keep going. I got to keep working. Because we, yo, that, I actually felt really bad. It was where Gavin had to kind of, pump, Gavin had to kind of uh, put me in my place a little bit. But like, it's hard to describe for people who are going to listen to the sentence I'm about to say. I know there's a lot of you out there. But when you're in, in that kitchen and what we've done, I think, like you guys too, like I think what, what, what we've done in the last two years really like make the food as good. Like we've had people come in and give us compliments, all these Yelp reviews, all these big things. And then it's like you have this massive event happening and this big notable person wants to thank you and meet you. Mm-hmm. And there's still like 50 tickets. And you're like, yo, what's up, what's up? I didn't even go get a picture with him or nothing. I have a picture with him. I have a couple pictures with him from over the years. But, like, I didn't even go get something signed. My dad got something signed because he has to handle everything. He legitimately can almost only stay with the cheerleaders and him because yeah. he's handling it, getting the night through. Okay. So my dad took, you know, stuff up to get signed for us. Uh, every year if we have a wedding, we make sure we – make the bride and groom skip the line if they're birds fans they'll walk right in front of the line hop up get a picture go back to your wedding it's people are sometimes people bitch about it i'm like realistically that 30 seconds of them taking a picture is not gonna make or break your time frame dog yeah yeah no it's just it's it's just it's so crazy to me and like you know and i when i was telling this thing to gavin i'm like dude i i was looking i'm like thanking them but i'm like dude i really need you to like not fucking be here because we just stopped service like a hot second and i can hear the tickets still rolling in Mm -hmm. and like the like you so like you ever been like hyper focused on something absolutely and like like hyper focused and like uh kate or or your mom or who jordan someone interrupts you and then it every the whole flow gets fucked yeah and then you're just it takes like five minutes to refocus and that five minutes in a kitchen is make or break yeah because industry average is 15 minutes per ticket and you got yeah i mean Honestly, since COVID, the industry average has gone up slightly. Jeez. But that's only because, one, a lot of people that were in the industry ended up going back to school and or going to school, getting a degree, getting a nine-to-five, doing online businesses, whatever. A lot of people got out of the industry. Yeah. But some people came back to the industry. So it was like the people coming back are a little rusty. That haven't done it for a couple of years, but they're like, I need the money or I love the industry. And COVID made me realize that I can also work a job and get the interaction. Yeah. 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 And COVID was a big eye opener because everyone was like, wow, like I didn't have interaction with people besides anyone that was in my house or over the phone mm. for months and months. I can get paid to talk to people mm-hmm. and yeah. not not need a degree. Yeah. Sign me the hell up. Yeah. And it's kind of wild, too, because, like, it, it's not a it, – it teaches a lot of things just in general. Plus, I know um, – why am I blanking on it? Um, I was just talking to someone about uh, the – well, one of the great things to even do for, like, a first job. Absolutely. Be, I, I'm pretty much uh, – yeah, it was Gavin. I'm – we're sitting down and we're talking about – Dishwasher. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out Suttering and Silence, that podcast. Um, But – yeah, like a dishwasher, a server, a runner. Like, if you're going to be starting out and, you're like, you know, you're, let's say you're, you know, 16, you know, um, 
you want to kind of get a hold on to like some kind of work experience because mm-hmm. you'll learn like you, you you know how they say you can't teach worth at work ethic i i disagree but i hunt i per- you can't teach work ethic but you yourself can work at it yeah exactly if that makes sense like yeah. you can always I guess I, I misspoke, but you no, no, you're 100 percent right because you definitely can't teach work ethic. You yourself have to be the only person to work at it. Yeah, and I think with with, with the hustle and bustle of this industry, and like you know, you might be dishwashed, but you see everyone else rushing around, and you don't see anyone else just like standing there doing nothing. Everyone else is busting their ass, so it's like, okay, well, I got to keep up. I have to. If I don't keep up, I'm going to drown. Mm-hmm. So then, like when you go to a different position, like say they're playing sports in school or they're going on to college. Life is all about the grind, hundred percent. Yeah, and like I think that's the big thing too is like if people are looking for a job, dishwash. Like I know it doesn't sound all glamorous, but like you're making money. It's not the hardest job in the world. You're gonna learn people skills. You're gonna learn how to work hard. You're gonna work, learn how to like you time will learn management. everything <clears throat> under the sun in the in the service industry, no matter what department you're in. Uh, but I personally believe I grew up in a kitchen. I worked in the kitchen most of my life. Regardless of I'm the front of the house manager, in a kitchen feels like home. That's what your mom says too. Dude, hundred percent. Yo, listen, shout out, shout out, Jean Dude. She literally is the embodiment of what you want to see in an owner. Absolutely. Like, like I have I've worked in a bunch of different places and like I've seen a lot of stuff. I've never seen an owner legitimately go, Oh shit, I need to help. Throw her hair back, wash her hands, apron, boom on the fryer. Boom on the saute. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's insane. And I think, like, a lot of people that come in kind of see that when they meet a lot of you guys. Because it's like they get to understand, you know, this is, like, everyone works. Everyone helps. Mm-hmm. You know? So, then let's go to, like... Uh, Actually, I have one more thing. Good, good. Um, on the life, like, first jobs in the industry. I firmly believe that everyone in this entire world has to work in the industry at least one time to understand it. Yeah, yeah. Because Joe Schmo walking off the street. Oh, hey, bud, gonna have to wait about five ten minutes for a table. Well, why are there six open tables? Well, some of them are reserved. Some of the servers, I don't have enough staff to handle that at the moment, or they're too busy right now with the tables they have. Give them five to ten minutes, and they will be easy. They will be better at the job for you than if you sat right now. Mm. And I think you will learn. Kids will learn more about life in every capacity i would agree with you plus i also think too people would have a better experience as well yeah absolutely because what uh what gavin and i were just talking about for one of the episodes for centering and silence under shameless plug um was people in retail right is like like i saw something that happened at kohl's and he was telling me like some of these horror stories that were um oh yeah because he did work retail yeah he worked at uh tommy bahama or something like that yeah or yeah something like yeah um but, yeah, dude, I was like, yeah, because I think people forget that other people exist. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, someone might see you, like, let's just say you're you're a server, right? And Cody Lutz walks up and goes, hi, guys, and they're just not having it. They just want to eat. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Who the fuck? It's like, like yeah, I'm a person. Hi, oh, hi. Yeah. They're, I mean, again, it's the way the world is. They're trying to take the human out of human interaction. Well, that's the whole thing with, like, the social contract that um, people have been talking about. 
uh, it's it's a it's a pretty big topic on social media at the current point. People are bringing out like like Jordan Peterson and, and uh, not so much right wing guys, but like um, a lot of these big influencers are, t- are talking about since COVID, right? People have been inside. They haven't really had to deal with people, and if they had to deal with people, it's on a interpersonal communication, mm-hmm. right? FaceTime, Zoom, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And they're not sitting down how you and I are sitting down, mm-hmm. right? And now, once that's over, all this is lifted. Nobody knows how to speak anymore. No. Whether it, you could take this in two different ways. Proper grammar is not a thing anymore. Mm. Not even like normal slang type grammar. It's Yo, just like, bro, that John is bussing for sure, for sure. And I'm I looked, <laughs> dude, I had this kid so come sorry. up to me. And he's our age, but I yeah. call him a kid because of the way he acts, not the age itself. Yeah. I, he walks up, he's like, What's up, boss? I'm like, what's up? What can I do for you? Yeah, let me and the boys rip uh, right around, we'll say, seven green tee shots. And I look at him, I'm like, you want seven green tee shots? For show. Let me see that ID. I had just ID'd them like three minutes beforehand. Oh, wow. But I was like... What the fuck are you speaking? Like, he's like, they rip it and they're like, damn, that shit was bussing for real, for real. No cap. And I'm like, I'm looking at the other bartenders. I'm like, is this this fucking, is this real life? I swear to God, I live a fever dream. I don't, I fully, I fully, there's, there's a full reason why I have to be in the back. Oh, dude, I'm starting to get to that point. Like certain days, like certain days, I'm looking at kids and I'm like, "Why did we let someone procreate to make you?" Dude, it it, it really does blow my mind. Plus, a lot of the time too, I feel like a lot of kids, you know, and again, I'm calling them kids. They're be at 21, but it's like there should be a level of respect. I feel like you should have for another person. No. You know, like well, I I feel like there should be. And my my point is, is like these guys walk in, they're gonna ask. A person who's behind the bar mm-hmm. to do them a service. Why not be respectful? No, no, no. You you said servant wrong. That's the way that people are now. Oh, dude, I forgot. Just be dude, my bad. Like you gotta understand, a lot of the kids that are now twenty one and everything like that, and even a little bit younger, a lot of their formative years of social interaction were COVID. Like if you went, if you were a freshman when COVID started and you got sent home and everything, you didn't have the interaction. Yeah, true. So you were learning off of these people on TikTok, or you were social distancing, and then it turned into you were meeting people on. I mean, Omegle came back huge. Oh yeah, randomly. Well, it's it's done now. Yeah, it's gone. It's now, gone. Yeah. But it did come back, and it was huge. Because people were just looking for random people to talk to. Discord. Everyone has a Discord server now. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Like, that's the reason that everyone thinks the service industry is a servant industry. And they think we're Wawa. Or not us. Any restaurant, bar. We're Wawa. Make it your way. Nah. I'm sorry. I could, If I have the products, I can edit but you're not taking 17 items off of 17 different dishes and creating a sandwich bag together. Burger King can't have it your way. And that's nothing against 
anyone that does that, and I get it, and I get allergies. That's a whole separate topic. Oh yeah, no, no, that. that yeah. I, I fully understand that. Like, if you have an allergy and you cannot eat something, I'm not going to tell you no. You have to have onions on your burger when you're allergic to onion. Yeah. But like people who are just like, well, this is how I make it at home. Then make it at home. And that's I love my customers, and 99% of them are good people. Mm-hmm. It's the one again. It's in with everything in life. It's the one percent that ruins it for the ninety nine. Always, it, it, literally every time. And I think what people in the industry get frustrated with is like, there's like, okay, there's this, uh, there's this one guy. I don't know if he actually is a bartender or not. Um, I'll show you who it is after. But mm-hmm. uh, he just stands there and he goes, "Hey, how can I help you? Uh, can I get like a vodka?" So, and, like, and like he kind of like gives them backhanded comments, but nicely. Oh, I know who you're talking. You know what about. I'm talking about? And wait, is, like, is he gay or straight? Because there's a guy that does that that's gay, like it, openly gay. Yeah. His, and then there's a straight guy that does it as Is well. Is the guy that's openly gay bald? Oh, no, but I do know who you're talking about. You're talking about the dive bar guy. Yeah. 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 He's funny as fuck. Dude, I love him. Uh, whenever I see his videos, I always, like, I was, I, I was, I'll send it to, like, Gage or whoever. I'm like, dude, you want to, like, have PTSD? Yeah, and it's funny because certain people, you can change the way you are for the back of the house to the front of the house. I curse like a sailor. I can curse with my regulars, like, jokingly, like, shit, hell, damn, whatever. I don't, I try not to say fuck, because that's genuinely just something that, it's hit or miss with people, and it's it's more of an adjective in today's world. Oh, for sure. It's not so much a curse anymore. There's, a, there's like, a video um, on, like, YouTube, it's, like, the different ways one word can be used in a sentence. Fuck has an infinite amount of uses. So, now... When, you know, working at a bar, owning a bar, looking to enter into a bar, there comes alcohol and there comes beer muscles. And I knew where that was going. As soon as he said alcohol, I was like, yep. And so, listen, they come with the territory. That's what I'm saying. Like, And they come, honestly, few and far between at our place. It's that time of year where you, people are frustrated. It's whether it's with money or family stuff or it's just get you know seasonal depression people just get angry and they make comments and then when alcohol gets involved they just become stupid because they don't realize what they're saying they might say hey man i like your shoes but if you could be like hey man i like them shoes i guess Mm. yeah but it's like you might talk like that on the normal, and They're people know that. Yeah, they don't. Mm. And your comment that seems all hunky dory friendly is now a fuck you to someone. Yeah, and like the other night, <laughs> I had to toss a dude. No, I mean, again, nothing towards him. I get that shit happens, but he was the aggressor, and he's trying. And he like, bro, I'm holding you with like forty percent strength out of respect as a human being. Don't try and he drag was a me. Small dude. He was. He was probably like two ten, short. Like he, he was, was like, like a not. He was a, like a five six ish area, and he's not a well built two ten. No. Like no. we know guys that are five six two ten and they're big. Yeah. Like they they they're. It's like oh you're only two ten. Yeah. Because you got that much muscle. Well, see that was see that's the whole thing too is what I've noticed with with bars when it comes to like fights. It's never the big, strong-looking guys. Yeah. Well, that's not true. 
it usually ends up being the insecure people, whether they might not be insecure about the topic that you're talking about and or what's happening. They might just be insecure and God, my, you know, I could be making so much more money, uh, but it's just underlying. So everything that makes them seem more insecure or they think it's going to make them seem more insecure, they end up the fuck do you say you want to take this outside and mm. I'm dragging this dude out literally dragging him almost not fully dragging him he was on his feet but I'm holding him around his chest and like yeah we're leaving yeah and he goes well we can step outside and I was like sir that is where I'm dragging you whether you want to go outside or not duh that's that's gotta be embarrassing as a grown ass man to be like I have to get kicked out of a bar that's a thing if you have to get kicked out of a bar, and we talked about this on the phone earlier, yeah, a bar fight is not worth yeah. the life that you have built. Whether we'll go on the normal talk, you could lose your job, you can lose your family if you go to jail, you can get sued for all of your money, you could, and then you get into the adverse side, you push someone and they hit their head wrong, they're dead, they're paralyzed. You can get killed yourself in today's world. That's a very easy thing. Look at the shooting in Phoenixville. Yeah. Dude, there was a fist fight. Wait, Dude wait, ended wait. up. There was a shooting in Phoenixville? I thought yeah, it was like a couple in, months ago. The one in uh, Ponce. My bad. What happened in Phoenixville? It was I, a I, bar I thought fight to... at PJ's. Mm. They got kicked out. <sighs> they get kicked out. One of them gets tossed. Wait a minute. The other one gets. Or they both got tossed at the same time. I apologize. And the one dude pulled a gun, shot the dude in the leg. He lived, I believe. I don't remember. And then the dude ran. He later turned himself in, but he ran from the scene immediately and then turned himself in about hour and a half, two hours later. Maybe mm. the next day. But yeah, it's just... Listen. Fully say this. Never carry your gun if you're going to get into substances. Alcohol is a substance. Weed, even if it's legal, is a substance. You cannot have your concealed carry and your medical card at the same time. That is a law. Federal. Nothing, no substances with firearms. Like, honestly, I carry my pocket knife almost everywhere I go. And even then, once I see a bar fight about to happen, I take it out of my pocket and put it down somewhere. It's probably smart because even Whether if someone goes onto it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm what if it opens in my even if it opens in my pocket on accident, it can stab me in the leg. Smart. And they're spring loaded. You knock that little spring and it just opens. So then you could get cut. It could fall. Someone else could get stabbed. It's open on the ground. Someone falls. They're dead. My knife fell out of my pocket. Still my fault. Then I get charged. Mm. Like that's a thing where like certain places. Very, very few places around the United States have at bars have security that carry. It's not a good rule. You well, yeah, can you can get licensing for it. You can get li- like everything like that. It's not a good fit. You can have guys. You can have ten guys that have tasers. That's fine. But when you get into the guns in a crowd too, do you really trust yourself to shoot into a crowd? And the answer should always be no. No, yeah, because. The thing is, in a crowd, what's the most seen thing? Someone's head. So then you're shooting to kill at that point over a petty bar fight. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I guess I never really thought about it like that because it's like, it, it's so wild to me because I feel like at our place, there's not as much fights. It's, dude, it's, we're mostly a older, 
older, mid thirties and up. Yeah. So it's people who have jobs, have kids, have lives. They did that all in their twenties. Why do it now? And if they do, it doesn't go anywhere. And very, very, very the one percent of times that it happens, it's like the one percent of the one percent because one percent of the time it happens at the bar, one percent of the time that it goes to fists of that one percent. Yeah. Why? What's the what's the craziest fight you've seen? Honestly, there hasn't been that many crazy, like brawls. Mm. Like because I I can say, in my time as bar manager, there's only been one fist fight. That's it. That's pretty good. In two You're and a half now, years, buddy. I've been manager two and a half years. So one one of the things I want to talk about too. Is do you remember that distinctive night when I don't remember his name, but he was talking to Duffy and someone else, and then they got into it, and then his wife left a note about don't come home, yada yada yada. You had to go handle it outside. Oh my god! And then he opens the doors. Yeah, fuck you guys. Zoom. Go to the back door. Fuck all of you. Fuck your old bed. Zoom. And then goes to the back. He went to the side door. Then he tried to go to the back door, and I was standing at the back door. That's right. Okay, I thought he went through the back. My bad. Then it was the side door that he opened. Yeah, because he went out. He was out out front. Opened that door. Closed it. Went to that door. Opened it. Closed it. And I finally was like, "Bro, there is. You have five minutes to get off property. Your choice. You either go in a cop car or you leave on your own." I don't care if you walk to the neighborhood right next to us and sit on a bench. Get the fuck off. Dude, that was that was the craziest so thing I've seen. I was like... And was, there was no fight. It was just a petty-ass argument. And, like, tried to get into it with me. Tried to get into it with... Uh, like, it was just like, bro. I've gotten into it with dudes a lot bigger than you. And, like, the worst part is... And the scary part is, genuinely, sometimes... I hop into shit never once afraid of it. No mm. matter who it is. Oh, man. They always say you should be a little afraid. Otherwise, it's like I'm not even thinking. I'm like, okay, we're just going to break it up. Let's go. Yeah. And I always here. And here is probably the reason why. If it ever comes to a point where my life is genuinely threatened, my regulars are going to jump in. Plain and simple. Yeah. Some of those are if it gets to the point where either A, I get hit. If I get hit, I 90% of the time, I probably won't fall. Yeah. I might. I might. Fall to a knee, but I ain't gonna get knocked out. Yeah, but if I do get hit, I'm gonna have more of a time keeping my regulars off of that person. Well, than th- than me having to protect myself from him. What's even funny too is like when or that, her when that when that thing happened the other day. Yeah, listen, Martin and Derek could probably brawl. Oh, they absolutely can for sure. Not even a question for sure. I'd actually be scared of Martin. You know. <laughs> I'm genuinely could you, scared of Martina. Could you imagine? You're just like, dude. She'll, the guy, she, the like guy she knocks you out. You're on the ground. <laughs> She's running. Up. You just see a haymaker. She like she does like a Superman jump right down the guy. Somehow like, she has turns. brass knuckles on. Like that's she, what I, I'm saying. She'll just pull brass she knuckles. She would random. be the one to have brass knuckles. Absolutely. She's oh the one person gosh. I'd be like, no, just just stay over there, please. Unless it's like I'm literally getting my shit kicked in, and then it's like. From the top ropes. Come on. Yo. 
Martina seems swings seems from like the fucking a, ceiling fan and just she <laughs> seems like such a ride or die where she genuinely probably would be on the bar waiting to hear from the top rope. <laughs> Give him the people's elbow, <laughs> goddammit. Oh Jesus. But yeah, dude, like but 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 the cool thing is about like the place that we work, right? Is like when that happened, like I'm directly behind you. And then you walk out the door. You are argue like genuinely. You were arguably the bigger version of me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, we're we're gonna do this. Well, that's what I said. Let to me take my glasses. That's off, what boys. I said. To you, that's what I said to you this morning. I'm like, imagine being that guy, and you're getting like you towered over that guy, and you're much bigger than him. And then you're like, get the fuck out! You're done! You're done! And then here comes me, just walking. Honestly, in. like yeah, like I saw you walking up. And it was the most nonchalant walk as I'm dragging someone out. You're just yeah, like, yeah, you had it handled. I know, but it's just like he he just walked. Up. Well, I saw it starting. I saw it all happen. I'm and just never back. I was dude. talking to Joanne, the um, one of the band leads for the White Walls. I was talking to her, and I heard my name, and I was like, Joanne, did you say my name? She goes, No. And then I hear my name, and I'm like, Oh shit! And I I see Anthony hop around the bar, Anthony Snyder. Yeah. The bartender. I see him hop around the bar, and I'm like, my turn, assholes. Like, from Ted. Absolutely. <laughs> yep, yep, When he's walking yep. up to the fucking uh, stand. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. It was like, okay. And the weird part was, I did not take my glasses off. I take my glasses off every single time. Mm. Because, listen, you can punch me in the face. I, I said it. It'll hurt. You might, you most likely won't knock me out. But if you break my glasses, they take five to six weeks to get to me. That is a problem. Where do you get your glasses from? I'm not saying five to six. It could be like three weeks. Oh, okay. Who knows? But regardless, yeah. it's like that is enough time that now I have to go without my glasses. Listen, all I know is I'm just back there. I'm we're cleaning up. We're, we're like we're, we're we're you know got done cooking a little bit. You just got done. Honestly, you got done the dinner crowd. Dinner crowd. And we yeah. still got food after, but it was the dinner rush. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I hear Matt. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. I know. Here we go was. again. <laughs> But no, but like I said, when I walked out there, you had it handled. I was just gonna be the big scary body that is like I, I had a whole thought to either pick him up by his waist and just strictly carry him like a sandbag, or put him over my shoulder. Yo, let me tell you something. If I walked out there and I'm watching you hold this man by his belt and he's just like hold like this and you're just carrying him and I'm like, Cody, you good? Yeah, man, I'm good. Taking out the trash, dude. And his friend, which was funny, because that's the only thing I ever... We were talking about this on the phone earlier. The only thing I ever worry about, is there a second person coming up behind See, me? See, th- that's what I said to you today. I'm like, dude, it's weird. Like, uh, being in this industry, I've grown like a, like a like a third eye for that. Like, when I heard my name, like, I look, immediately I see... I hear you yelling, so I go, okay, Cody's there. And then I told you this this morning. Just go, immediately I'm like, okay, where people is, don't... Where's pe- the other people? Not all the time people come... Usually people like that, that we don't know, come... In like pairs or quads, and I'm like, okay, there's one angry short man. Where's the big Very guy? Short man. <laughs> Yo, he was mad. He looked like Noobalumba. I'm just saying. It was um, mad. Yeah, but like that. That's that's the only thing I was like. But his buddy was apologizing to the other guy, apologizing to the people who kept them apart. I feel like that happens a lot. Yeah, and I've seen that a like, lot. You get because listen, ninety percent of the time. If I'm going to get into something, it's about me. Mm-hmm. And if it's alcohol involved, then usually it's something I'm overreacting about, if you mm-hmm. get what I mean. I don't drink, but I'm saying about the people. 
Yeah. And it's funny because everyone's like, oh, I'm ride or die for my friend. But I'm like, if my friend's <clears throat> making a stupid decision and he's getting kicked out of the bar, I'm going to apologize because I'm embarrassed and I would like to come back to this place. Yeah, no, I whether totally it's, get that. Whether I'm only visiting, I don't want my mugshot on the side of the wall, like never allowed back in as long as this bar is around. Yeah. That's stupid. I, Dude, I've had people literally get into my face, yell at me, threaten my life, and then by the end of it, I shake their hand and tell them to have a good night. Because 90% of the time, I ain't throwing you out, throwing you out. Telling you to leave for the night. Next time we come in, we can talk about it. Well, you know what's cool too is when when that's happened. Like I, you told me a couple separate occasions, they've come back to pay their tab and apologize, and then it's like mm-hmm. it's all cool. Listen, I know that honestly, most people don't mean what they do. It's just in the moment, shit gets said, shit happens. I get it. It's alcohol. A drunk man's words are a sober man's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is the one that makes them come out. Yeah. Because I can that? talk shit in my head as, for hours on hours. But why would I say it? Why do I need to say it to you? Or I can say it to my buddy instead of saying it to you. We can have a good laugh about it. And then, honestly, I don't have to get drug out of the bar like a five-year-old getting drug out of a play date. Dude, I've had one experience getting kicked out of a bar. And it wasn't my fault. I was guilty by association. And and no thing. bullshit. I genuinely was like I told the I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, dude. Like I'm I actually I'm like I don't even, I think I had one shot. I think I got there. Um I'm not gonna name who it was. I'll tell you who it was after. Got kicked out of Ryan's pub in Philly. Who's Ryan's pub? It's by St. Joe's. And um we're there, no bullshit. Gio and I got there, waited in line at the club to get in, got in, found our people. This guy we met there, we're talking, he goes, I think your guys are outside. I'm like, what? They're outside. Then I go, hey, you all got to go. I'm like, my brother. Sure. Like, what, what happened? He goes, they're outside. Go. All right. All right, man. I walk outside. There is said person. What the fuck? Like, what's going? I'm like, dude, can we not do this right now? Yeah, like that's the thing. I I told like when we go, when you guys go out, one, I normally can't go because you get done work before me, and you're done at four in the morning. Yep. Sometimes. Friday, Saturday, um, but that I either can't go or I don't want to go out because I don't like babysitting. I babysit for a job. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to have to babysit my best we need, friends. We need we need one night where you just get obliterated. Yeah, that probably will never happen for the simple fact of it doesn't entice me. That's fair. I just want to see what it would be like. Oh, there's definitely a possibility that I'm the, I'm, I'm the asshole that starts fights. There's definitely a possibility. I just I, – all I want to see is this clean-cut boy works very hard for his money. Does all this cool stuff. Stays clean. One night gets fucked up. Five bar fights. Comes out with six bodies. Fucking like. Oh. I'm sorry. You're out there. You're doing your like little like back twerk thing on the bar. Oh, the Tina twerk from Bob's Burger? Yeah. We will never put a video of me doing that out there ever. But. Please don't put that up there. Okay, I won't. 
But <laughs> but it is a fun thing. It's like a fun party trick because I do it so perfectly to yeah. the video. Yeah. And it's just funny. It's funny. I, I try to attend to do it, but it's always funny how many. You have I, such little hip movement. I want, to, I want to genuinely get a count of how many people in the gym that leave their phones out that we do it to. Oh, I can already probably name you 10 off my head. Yeah. Because, like, Marissa and. How about the chalk markings earlier? Yo, yo. Were getting, dude, there were handprints on asses, shoulders, uh, more asses, more shoulders. All uh, and before anyone makes any comments, all men. All men. <laughs> the only women I think that had chalk marks were my girlfriend that I put on. I'm pretty sure we sexually harass each other in like a joking, like friend way. That probably was a weird way to say it, but like. Those poor women have to just watch us hit on each other the whole time. All the time. The straightest men usually hit on men more than women. It's so funny because, like, it, it's funny how we preface that. There were handprints on all of them. Men only, which is I think is kind of funny. But yeah, we got to get Ziggy one of these days, dude. Oh, I've really – I said it to Marissa. I'm like, I'm going to get Zig. She goes, no, he has to wear those clothes. We're going to grab the kids and stuff. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm pretty sure that's what either her or maybe Amy. I don't remember. Who Could said you imagine it. his daughter going? He he's holding her hand, and the view from behind is a handprint on his ass cheek while he's holding Nora's hand. I would be terrifying. That because da- his daughter will be a terrifying human, dude. I'm telling you, she is badass. Mm-hmm. Um, but not dude. So how does how do you like? Obviously, I know how it is, but kind of explain to the viewers. What it's like to go from, you know, because most because our days start when most people are wrapping their day up. Yeah, well, before that, we're at the gym. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like we wake up at. We aim for we aim for eight o'clock. We get to the gym at like nine, ten, eleven. Sometimes it all depends when we work. So like, but but my question is right. So. Sometimes you and I pull like fourteen hour days, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So my and then go to the gym the next morning, like I did this morning. So how? Yeah, same. Like, Except I didn't work as late as you. Um. So how did? How does that work? Like in your brain, right? Obviously, I know, but like explain to people out there that like, cause I always hear this excuse. People who DM I don't me, have enough time in the day. Me, I don't have enough time in the day. Like, make aren't time. you tired? Bro, exactly. make time. So how do you feel in the morning when you get up? Terrible. Like, there will always be motivation because we compete, and I want to look good naked, plain and simple. Uh, Every man ever has wanted, women, everyone has wanted to look good naked in the mirror. Yeah. And I'm starting to get to a point where I'm comfortable walking around without a shirt on. Yeah. But it took years. Yeah. Yeah. But the motivation will always be there because of those two things. I want to be better at the sport. I want to beat everyone who make who coaches us, who helps us. Yeah. I want to beat every single fucking person. Yeah. Like, if you go to the gym, even if you only go to do cardio or do whatever, at a certain What's point, some... you've thought about it. Cardio? I don't, it's a French word. It's French, a French, fancy yeah. French word. Like... There's secretly, even if you're like, no, I don't even lift weights. I am do calisthenics. You want to be the strongest fucking person doing calisthenics. Yeah. You want to be the strongest person. You want to be the best runner. Well, running, you have to have 
muscular strength and muscular endurance, which makes you the strongest person. True. But like, see, that, that, and that's the one thing that I try to tell people, too. I'm like, you might work a job that you're, you're drained of, but I'm just saying, like, look at... Go for a fucking walk. Yeah. Listen to a book. Take your dog for a walk. Go the extra 500 feet. Yeah. And then do that every day. Add 500 feet. Yep. Holy I'm, shit, look at that. I'm walking 10 miles a day. And you know what I'm doing? I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm on a conference call. I'm still working while walking my fucking dog or going on a walk, exactly. walking on the treadmill. Dude, my beer rep, Damien, he runs marathons and ultra marathons. Mm. One of the guys on his running team, or I get running team, it's the guys that he runs with when he trains like mm-hmm. towards the end of prep. He takes conference calls during ultra marathons. You got to remember, ultras, like, you're running for, like, 24 hours sometimes, 36 hours sometimes, like, depending on how long the ultra truthfully is. You're running that far. You have so much time. At a certain point, you're going to get bored. You're going to run out of your playlist. That's a fair point. Or run out of the books you're listening to. Human interaction is the easiest way because you never know what kind of turn the conversation will take. True. A book... Eventually it ends. A conversation never does. It just takes pauses. Did you just drop a truth nugget Dude, that was a bomb and I didn't even mean it. Did someone say that? Did you hear that? No. Oh my God. I'm going to coin that and we're going to put it as, we're we're, going to put it up in the comments and be like, add Cody Lutz. That was actually not bad. That was pretty cool. That Uh, was like Zach's, that's like Zach's uh, closed mouth, don't get fed. That yo, that line sticks with me every day. That that stuck with me, dude. Absolutely, closed mouth, and that, I, I'm pretty sure I heard it from Roman, who said who this is a Zach quote. quote, and he said that I went, yo, you can't actually. Just... He said it on this podcast for the first time. He did. He, he did. did. He did. The he one did. episode, right? That was like one of I your first few episodes. I couldn't remember if it was Roman. That told me that? It was the so- Roman's first solo episode. I know because I listened to it. Oh, my goodness. Like, you got, like I listened to every one of oh, this podcast, and I listened to all of Stuttering and Silence. Most we- of Stuttering and Silence. Sometimes I have to go back and, like, re-watch two yeah. it, or listen to two in a row, which you guys should watch on YouTube. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Like, I listen, but <clears throat> sometimes it's cool for the visual because you see... We talk with our hands. We all do. And, I'll usually, like and make... I usually have visuals up on this amazing jumbo TV that is right here that I'm glossing over. He's going to put on the green screen, the jumbo TV. Why would you lie to the viewers? It's funny because you, you know what you should do? What? You should build a TV frame for the green screen so, so it looks like a so TV. I don't want to ruin anything, but um, for everyone that's out there. New additions. Where there's a whole bunch so of don't. new stuff. We're looking into some things. Maybe or maybe not going into a season three. So there's big things that are coming. Fucking better. Different what brand am I deals. To? Shitty podcasts. What do you mean? If you don't go into a season three, how would I? I need I need good content. Oh yeah, we don't do shitty podcasts. Yeah, no. Um, that's what I'm saying. I I oh. have to listen to a shitty podcast. Uh, I was like, ouch, but. Yeah, so check that out. Um, but yeah, dude, like I think I think kind of getting back to the topic with with like the gym. Um, I think a lot of you guys have heard, you know, how we talk about the gym, mm-hmm. the people that we have that are involved in the gym, people that I've had on. 
Um, but like, there's always time. And Dude, you know, you get a set of dumbbells flat out. You can work out five days a week with a set of twenty five pound dumbbells for sure, for sure, and build muscle. Like honestly, even though at the strength level that we are roaming it, you can do anyone that's on this podcast. You can get a full hard workout and build muscle off of a set of 25 pound dumbbells for sure. It just depends on how you do it. You have to put emphasis and be deliberate with your workouts. And also if you guys are like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know what like really what I'm going to do, how to program it, bro. Go to YouTube, go to Google. When I tell you YouTube university is a thing legit, legitimately, you guys are looking at all this kind of stuff, right? And a lot of it's smoke and mirrors and all that kind of stuff. But, like, all of it I learned on YouTube. Word of mm-hmm. mouth. Like, go back and watch old podcasts from here to now. Yeah. In your season one. And even Stuttering in Silence. Yeah. Dude, you go back and look at the differences that were made. And it's, it's huge. And it's all on YouTube. So like, if you guys are looking for, like, a program to, to lift in or whatever it is, like, just check out. Like, you have – dude, there, there's – you know what's wild? Is Gavin and I were talking about – um. Oh, what was it? Oh my goodness! Why am I blanking now? We're on the page of working out. Yeah, about like uh, about like how the internet has drastically changed and how much the more information, oh. how much more information you can get now. Absolutely. So we we are at the best point. Actually, fun. It's funny. We are at the best and worst point in human history about getting information, because the only worst point is is it truthful? Is there hidden stuff in in that we're not seeing? But different topic for a different day. We'll spiral for an hour and a half on that topic. But the working out part. It could spiral for an hour and a half. Realistically, dude, it's crazy because, like, remember when we first started, like, lifting with Danny? Oh, man. And how everything has changed drastically? When was that? That was my senior year. So that would have been. Oh, that would have been my freshman year. Of yeah, because you had just broken your ankle when yeah. we first. So, no, that might have been. I guess we started in my junior year. Because no. you were just coming off your ankle injury. Uh-uh. Uh, so it would have been senior year. Yeah. yeah. It was, I it think, was your 2019. Year. I was a Monco. February-ish? Yeah. Because I remember. I remember. Going to work. Early. Leaving. Going to the gym. And there was Danny. Mm-hmm. And then going to school. Yeah. That yeah. was a wild time. It was fun. You know what's so funny too, is uh, you know what you know what you know what Gio said. Let's listen to the podcast with Gio. Which one? The, one the just recent did. one. Yeah, I'm like halfway through. Wait till you get to, okay. I just, you can you can ruin. It. Okay, he I'll was, forget. He's like, you want to know why I started getting back in the gym? Oh, I did hear that <laughs> because I am I am. It's funny because like, I'm the youngest in the friend group. Yeah, and 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 listen, no offense, and I mean this with all love, is when when you met all of us. You were this little dope pudgy little motherfucker. Kid, pudgy motherfucker. Rick the photo. Um I and, really I need to I need to pick the photo before we put the photo up. Um and uh I think the thing is because you're the youngest and you know a lot of it was like oh yeah, Cody. But then the thing is is dude, and kudos to you, is like you've taken it to a whole different level. Like yeah. if they would have seen you, like I, that's why I think about putting up a bad photo would be kind of funny to see that. And yeah, no, but it, it needs to be that. like a really bad photo. That's what I'm saying. Like we need to find like 
I was I was two ninety eight senior year. Find the sex pants. I have the yeah. That's that that's your contact photo for me. Yeah. It's oh no the yeah, we. We're just gonna. Yes, they're pants. They have rubber duckies and some clouds on them. We're not gonna talk about them. I don't even know where they are at this moment. That can't be the photo we put up here, because it doesn't no, show be, enough it'll pudgy. Be the, it'll be the photo of you in the field because you wanted me to help you work with football. Oh yeah, that was when I was uh, working online stuff. Oh yeah. god, that photo is so bad. <laughs> no, but dude, I think it's a great representation. It's, it is of like, because you go to that versus my picture when I was doing the frame at Full Zerker. Yeah, it's crazy because you it's like, kilt. dude, I don't wear underwear with kilts, so uh, I don't want to be dragging on the ground. You know what I'm saying? There was there was mud. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. I wish I had my glasses because the first thing I would have done is pulled them down to my nose. And been like, <laughs> the other day, I guess Amanda called me old because my glasses were, my glasses were kind of falling like, like right here. And I was like looking on my phone and she goes, Matt, I'm like, what? And she goes, you look old. I'm like, all right, Amanda. It, no, Amanda, it's the bags under my eyes. Stop it. No, it's funny because like you get. So the frame that we did in August mm-hmm. was 255. When we did the Fatback Farmers today, my total weight would have ended up being heavier than that. And you have to do it for three deadlifts. And then another three deadlifts after you walk at the next 20 feet. And we did 25s, too. Because that's for All Valley in March. We did 25 feet carries. Right. So it's 10 extra feet we carried that. Also, that last rep, did you see me jump over when I put it down? I put the f- farmers down. I forgot I had to do three more deadlifts. Oh. I had literally put it down. I hopped over and I'm walk. I started like, I was. I said something and Ziggy goes, "Bro, you got three deadlifts to do here before your oh, reps done." Cody. So I hop back over. I do one, and after that, I'm like, I just went out of the zone. I'm, my hands yeah. just decided. My hands swelled up no, a little yeah, bit. All that blood. Yeah. Well, dude, cause as soon I'll- as it, you let go. Like completely, completely, and you're yeah. not like locked in. Still, your hands just swell. Well, dude, Al, that's what Allison was saying. Like, she's like, "Is it is it a normal for my hands to feel like this?" I'm like, "Honestly, well, there's two there's two ways. It's either they swell or your forearms are so pumped it takes most of the blood. Yes, that's when you get the pins and needles. Yes. But when it swells, it's because you're gripping. Well, she so had it after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came over to me and Ziggy, and we're like, "Roll out your forearm, whether it's on the cage of the squat rack or yeah, just with a foam roller." Well, and that's the thing with strongman too is like. It uses it's a, every part it's of your body. It's a weird hurt, right? And like, and this is what I and, and I'm not knocking it, um, because I think powerlifting is a great sport. I, I, I think powerlifting for years. Yeah, it's just I wasn't the best. I've I'm been better at strong. I've been doing, I've been, I've been doing the three disciplines: squat, bench, dead. Since I, well, not maybe not deadlifts. We didn't really do that in high school. Since I was like a, like an eighth grade. Must be nice. I didn't start. I genuinely didn't start lifting until like sophomore year. And it was like football lifting. Yeah. So then by the time I got to senior year and I started lifting with Danny, I was lifting, but it yeah. was very athletic based. Yeah. And it wasn't what I wanted. That's what he was doing. He was doing the football lifting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we were ju- we were his first two clients with that business. Yes, yes. With him doing or his athletics. own. Yeah. Uh, or, or advanced athletics. Or advanced. Yeah. <clears throat> that was that was a cool photo because I, I I just saw that video it popped up on my phone the other day. Really, that was a and that was a cool. Thing. I'll put it up on the on the thing. It, it it was cool to see because I think when I was in when that all when everything kind of broke, 
right? With like my ankle and all that kind of stuff, and you got things fat. that I was dealing with. I got like fat. Hefty. Like, I know I look a little rough like, in the in the chair. Cause I I don't like how I look how I look like in this chair. But, I think like, you look great. Thanks, man. I'm I think actually you look massive, chairs. actually. But genuinely. But the, but the thing is, is like I saw the photo. with all thank you. So I don't take compliments very well. Sorry. Um, I don't want to gloss over how nice you remain. Oh, thanks. But um. I'm not like, usually this nice. But like, dude, like you and me in that one photo. When that, I'm deadlifting in the rack. Yo. Baller. Oh, yeah. It's a great photo. But it's funny because it's like that was like a 400 pound rack pull. That ain't shit no more. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> To funny? either of us. That shit. That's well, nothing You know anymore. what's funny too is I actually cringe seeing those videos now. Because one, however he let us box squat should be a crime, and two, I didn't realize that you're not supposed to technically count the total weight of the force. It's just the weight on the bar. Well, that's that's dependent on true your philosophy because you can get the exact percentages from exact heights. That is true, and you know the weight that's on the bar because. Um, I think it's West Side. It's either West Side or Elite FTS. They give you a chart. I think it's Elite FTS. They give you a chart with how tall the band is, and it shows you like you can I go think online. Does that too? I, I I think you're right on Elite FTS. I think I've seen that before. Like it's a chart from. So if you put it this far apart and this high up, or this many pegs and everything like that, double the band up, do whatever. This is how much the force is, is on nice. this set of bands, which is crazy because like we've done. The thick west side ones that we use for the hack squat, that shit's like an extra, depending on how high you put it, mm -hmm. two, three hundred pounds each band. Yeah. And you know what's wild too? And you squat with like a plate. It's like with with Zach, we were doing uh, <coughs> like, we're doing banded deadlift, like double banded. I'm like, the, uh, or the, not deadlift, the double minis. Uh, bench. Yeah. I remember we were doing that for programming. We were doing the, uh, with me and you when we were. You were showing me the banded push press on Axel. Yeah. Anything, yeah, banded overhead is awful. He just likes to hurt my body. Yeah, that's yeah. what the gym is. It's the only place that you can physically harm yourself and grow. Literally, uh, 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 whoa. Wow. I'm dropping some nice truth bombs out here. I'm not going to lie to you, and I'm not even meaning to. Dude, this is, like, kind of dope. You got philosophical, Cody. Is that what I got at uh, at eight forty eight at night? Yeah, because I'm tired of my shit or just tired hmm? of my shit or just tired. Yes, um, but <clears throat> just because we had a long day, I mean. Well, I mean, speaking of which, too, we'll probably get this wrapped up. Oh, but yeah. call Whatever. it a, call it Chipotle, as Gavin would say, and wrap, wrap it up. up. When he said that the one day, I was like, "Where are you?" Um, Real quick, though. What are we thinking about? Are you doing the All Valley in March? I'm thinking about it. I, I am too. I'm just like, that's gonna be a good comp because it's, it's also gonna, Katie's comp. Exactly, and I love all of them. Her, Zach, and like they're cool, and they run beautiful comps. Mm -hmm. um, Pristine L1 comps. Yeah, Beer Muscles is probably one of the best comps that I've done. That I've and seen. it's a lo and local. People come all comp over from, uh, the country for us. It's a lo for, local uh, yeah. comp. comp. And it's nice that to have at least that one and the All Valley because that is also run by her and she runs a great comp everywhere else. I'm sure it's an amazing comp. Oh, yeah. But Dude. it's nice to have two local for us. Mm -hmm. yeah, stellar comps. What, 40 minutes away, 
beer muscles is like it's in Aston, so it's like forty five minutes yeah, to right, an hour. Right, right, right. And then all valleys in Westchester. We didn't even get our Chick Fil A that day. No, we got Wawa. That is that is my tradition. Every way in, as long as I compete, I will get. I think that was a problem. I mean, I didn't do bad. Besides that, <clears throat> bitch ass kid uh, complaining to the judges. Mm, you're gonna have those. And then all of a sudden, like I would have been in third. And even with me tripping on the finger finger or the the Conan's wheel, you thank you. I always think of the because Jim wants to get the three piece. <sighs> but it's funny because even me tripping, I still would have taken third because I was in second going into that event, yeah. and that event should have been easy for me. But I tripped. It happens. But then all of a sudden the kid goes over, and I was in third after all the scores were in. He goes over to the judge or to someone inputting, not Katie, but someone else, and goes, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden I went, doop, and I went off the podium. Mm. I was like, whatever. I went to full Zerker, took second, fun time. Yeah. It was a really good comp. Amazing comp. You know what's Amazing. cool, though, too? And I PR'd. Yeah. It's always nice when you PR at a comp. You know, what is it, comp muscles or comp, comp strength, something like that? Competition, adrenaline. Yeah, but it's also all the fatigue from each individual event yeah. adding on. Because normally you don't train those like that in the gym. True. Also, by the way, sorry about my voice. I was screaming a little at people at the gym this morning. Yelled at him a Should lot. Should we put that video up? Just that clip. That'd be kind of funny. Because you don't actually see either one of us in the portion where I'm yelling at yeah, you. I think, I, th- I think I'm locking in. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I, I only put it to my ear. I didn't actually watch that so- part of the clip. But yeah, so if you guys want to get a hold of my man uh, Cody Lutz, hashtag decode, hashtag uh, uh, what is uh, my decode Instagram? Oopmaster. I think it's Cody, Cody Lutz, Lutz 60? sixty or six. Lutz, Cody Lutz 60. Hold on, it'll be it'll be. It's probably right under you right now. Yeah, right about now. I probably has already been there. Cody Lutz six. Yeah, Cody Lutz six, not sixty. No, it's either six or sixty for mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, if you guys want to get a hold of him and any questions and things like that, feel free to reach out to him. And uh, if you guys have any questions for me, you guys should be able to. Uh, um, I think they might know where to find you. Yeah, on that one. yeah. If you're if you're if listening, you, if you're I, listening, you know uh, where to find me. Um, because guys, listen, just do some housekeeping. Um, if you guys are listening on like Spotify, App Music, all those kind of platforms. Uh, Amazon, Google Podcast. Uh, make sure to leave a like and a follow. Give me some five stars. If you guys don't think I deserve five stars, um, just close your eyes, click the number five, and then we're good to go. Uh, so we really appreciate that. It keeps everything up into charts. We've been doing really good this year, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, if you guys have any questions, or watch anything on you want YouTube. Us, watch on YouTube. Watch it on cool. YouTube. Yeah, again, it, it is cool. We got to get all. We got to build the YouTube. Tidbits. We got to build the YouTube. Um, you guys all all listen on Spotify, which is, I really appreciate. Um, like the Mario mystery block that just went above my head when I put my fist up. You wouldn't see that if you weren't watching on YouTube. Bing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just imagine how many times you're now going to have to put that mystery block up. Yeah, that's at least three. Editing. We just made an extra 45 minutes of editing for Matt. No, no. Gio the other day was like, you're going to put it. I'm like, yeah, your name's under you. And he goes, right here? Can you do it here? Can you do it here? And I had to like put it. And it's like you have to shift it immediately over to where it is. Yeah. Well, man, here, here's a gold star. 
now you have to put the gold star. Fuck, dude. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you so much. I appreciate Absolutely. your time. And, and this was on a whim, too. This was on a whim. Yeah.